eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Once again, that's Chris Mack from Fifth Avenue Face Off. Uh, really enjoyed that conversation. And like I said, it's awesome to get kind of the opposition's point of view uh, about tonight's game. So, Stars win 4-1, to one, and you guys have some questions. And by the way, let me throw this out there. So, one of the things I was thinking about is, you know, we tape this podcast with Sean, and we tape this podcast with Craig, and I love doing the show with those guys. We kid around, but I love doing the show because they bring in a real deep perspective. But at the same time, I wanted to get you kind of stars information immediately. So we post these podcasts, and I'll try to do them as often as possible after the game with just some initial um, thoughts. These will be shorter podcasts, but at the same time, um, just some initial thoughts. And I love answering your questions. So put it out there on Twitter and you guys responded and Eden shallow at E Shadlow uh, says, how much rope does Marchman have left demoted to the fourth line today, but looked okay-ish there. Is it likely he stays there despite his big cap hit Eden stick tap to you? That's a great question because you put in Mason Marchman along with cap hit. And at the end of the day, Sean and I have talked about that and it's very tough with a player that's making $4 million to stick them on a fourth line. But if you get rid of that, and I'll give you a comparison on this same stars team, Ryan Suter. If Ryan Suter is your third line defensive pairing, I think you're okay with that. I actually think there's a nice veteran presence there by Ryan Suter. What we don't like and where he gets into trouble is at his age, logging all those minutes, Mason Marchment, has proven on an upper line while he does provide some physicality and he can draw an occasional penalty like he did tonight. I just don't see the scoring ability on a consistent basis. And when you break down his career, he had one good year in Florida. I would love to see Mason Marchman perform well for this stars team, but I agree with you, Eden. It needs to start on the fourth line because that fourth line tonight was clicking. That fourth line had some chances. And as Chris pointed out, that fourth line didn't give up a lot of chances. And that's what it's all about. So I would like to see Pete DeBoer put him on that fourth line, hopefully build some confidence for Mason Marchman, and then move up. Uh, Hunter asks, that's at Hunter Dallas HKY, meaning hockey. If things continue, is Marchment the most likely trade bait if they do something big at the deadline? It's really early. I get it, but he had been dreadful so far. 
Also, thoughts on Delandria Steele as who will win out the 12th forward battle. Good questions, Hunter. So I don't think he'll be trade bait, and here's why. Who wants to take Mason Marchman at this point? Who wants to take on that salary for not much production? I mean, you've heard me talk about Radic Fox's salary, but Radic Fox has played well on that fourth line, and Radic Fox uh, does a good job as far as face-off wins, and you see him go off the ice immediately after that. So he does add some value. And when you look at Mason Marchman, it's like, okay, what is he bringing to the table? So is he on the power play unit? Is he killing penalties? And you just see that Mason Marchman isn't necessarily bringing a lot right now. So I think keeping him on that fourth line, you know, is, is the right move, but trading him, what are you going to get in return? Um, you know, maybe Jim Nil can pull something, you know, a rabbit out of the hat, so to speak, what he did with Dennis Gurionov. But in Dennis Gurionov, I think Montreal looked at potential. And I think that's massive when you look at Dennis Gurionov because I think there were people that thought this could be a potential 20-goal scorer again because he had shown flashes in the past. I don't think teams will look at Mason Marchment that same way. As far as Delandria Steele, who went out in the 12th forward battle, you know, it's interesting is we didn't mention Craig Smith, and that's because he's playing so well. But I actually thought Steele would be in a battle with Smith on that fourth line. And um, Sam Steele's young uh, uh, guy. I like his aggressiveness. I like how he likes to get in front of the net. I think you'll see a rotating basis, and I'm okay with that because injuries will happen. And when injuries happen, you get a guy like, you know, a Sam Steele, or we mentioned Craig Smith or Ty Delandria that have the ability to move up online. So I think it's a good problem to have for Stars fans. Tanner Wilson asks, what's the biggest thing needed to fix the power play? I think they're struggling on entry zone. Um, I don't think they're getting set and I, I don't think there's a comfort level yet. And let me tell you something. When three goals are scored shorthanded, I think there was some hesitation as far as the stars tonight, making sure that the play didn't get behind them. And when that happens, you kind of lose confidence. And I think they struggled getting it into the zone. I think they got to do a better job of spacing and just, you know, it's old school hockey and it's not going to show up in the analytics aspects, but you got to get it in front of the net. You know, when you're struggling on the power play, a good way to fix that is to get dirty rebounds, be in that, you know, dirty area, so to speak, right in front of the crease screening the goalie. So I think they have to get base back to basics, but there's no questioning this stars team should have one of the better power players, at least, be sorry, better power plays upper tier in the NHL. So I think that's what they have to do. That was from Tanner Wilson, who, by the way, does a great job uh, feeding a lot of information on NAHL, ECHL, what's happening in junior hockey. So um, you can follow him at, at Texas SR underscore Tanner one, but just look up Tanner Wilson. That would be a lot easier. Uh, Logan ask at Lonix underscore Onyx. I feel like Marchman looks better on the fourth, uh, playing a daddy next to Duchesne and Sagan looks better. I hope they keep these forward lines going forward. It looks good. Um, as I mentioned before, I would love to see Mason Marchman, um, on a fourth line just to get some of that consistency back. And, and you know what? I think he can play heavy on that fourth line. I think he's a lot more free with the physicality and I think he can get back to basics and build that confidence. So I would like to see him on that fourth line. As I've mentioned, uh, Carrie Lettinen's wrecking ball. 
Wyatt Johnson just keeps exceeding expectations. What, if anything, is stopping Johnston from becoming an elite player in the NHL? It's a really good question, and I think the answer is time. What we need to realize is this is a player that technically should be entering his first year in the AHL, okay? Was not supposed to be in the NHL last year. So the Stars struck gold, and kudos to them. Uh, kudos to them on drafting a player that n- did not get a lot of looks because of COVID, and uh, they've struck gold on Wyatt Johnston. What I don't want to see happen is Wyatt Johnston go away from Jamie Ben because I think it's affecting both of them. So I like Wyatt Johnson. I like Dad Knopf, and I like Ben on that line. The three seem to complement each other, but I think it's time as far as an elite player. Um, but, you know, you got to love what Wyatt Johnson's doing, especially on that last goal where he didn't give up. I truly thought the whistle should have blown and that should have been a no goal, but the whistle did not blow. But I love how Wyatt Johnston still stuck his head in there and got that puck over the line. I think that's an area that I love to see about Wyatt Johnston because as he matures, as he gets bigger, uh, you know, as that growth continues, I mean, he's still so young. I think his physicality around the net can be really effective. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Drew Butler at dbutler3856 as we continue to answer your questions on spits and suds as the Stars win 4-1 to one over the Penguins. How close are we to a Stankoven call-up? He's been on fire in the AHL and there's a hole in the Sagan line for a high-skilled player. Okay. It's a really good question, Drew. You need to be patient. This is a comparison to Evan Carter or Wyatt Langford currently with the Texas Rangers. You want these players coming up with full confidence and you don't want to rush them. I know when you watch the AHL, and I agree, the AHL is very close to the NHL as far as hockey. The one difference when I talk to people is consistency. And I want Logan Stankoven to show me on a consistent basis that he can score. But more importantly, that he's improved on the defensive side. Because as a forward, I need to see Stankoven become a, a, you know, a more consistent back checker. You know, hold his man in check. So I'd love to see improvement in those areas. Pete DeBoer has already said he's NHL ready. So I think that's wonderful. I think it's wonderful for Maverick Bork. And I love to see the development of Liam Bixel. Just be patient. This can be a late year call up and you're still fine. But who do you take out of the lineup? Are you going to have Mason Marchman, a $4 million guy as a healthy scratch? I don't think we're at that point. 
And we also have to remember, you know, where is Stankoven going to fit in? So I personally would rather see, and I think we will see, a Logan Stankoven called up in the event of one of the scorers goes down with an injury. I think he could be called up. But right now, the Stars, as we talked about on Spits and Suds, have what I think is the best depth in the cup runs in 99, 2000, those early 2000 years where the Stars had a lot of depth in their lineup. So it's okay to let them sit. We're excited. I'm excited. But at the same time, let them grow. Remember, just like Wyatt Johnston should be playing his first year in the AHL, this is his first true year as far as professional hockey um, in North America. The game gets tighter, the game is more physical, and it gets even more physical when you enter those NHL um, days, even faster. So I think I want Logan Stankoven to get used to the physicality, to the speed, and to the defensive um, assignments that he needs to play on a consistent basis. All right, and Ryan Suterfan asks, Essa and Nils look good separately but this game, they look great together. Their chemistry together seems to be getting um, improving, gelling really nicely. Yeah, I thought Essa Lindell had one of his better games. He was on the ice a, a, a lot tonight. Uh, um, if you if you look at the uh, ice times uh, for for the Stars, uh, I think he was up there at 22 minutes. Uh, Miro was 22.56. Yeah, and Essa Lindell was 22.23. So. Essa Lindell played a, a lot tonight. Yeah, I can't say enough about Nils Lundqvist. I think he's playing with a lot of confidence. Once again, I saw him go into uh, the boards and fight for the puck tonight. So he's not scared to, quote-unquote, muck it up, and I like to see that. You can definitely see that he's put on some size but hasn't lost the speed. And I think we'll see these defensemen grow in confidence. You know, we've been talking a lot about Nils Lundqvist, but Thomas Harley, we haven't talked about as much on spits and suds. He had a really nice game tonight and he's going to continue. And, you know, that's what's so great is these guys are going to have a lot of confidence. And I like how they're paired with more veteran guys. I know stars fans don't want to hear it, but Ryan Suter does bring experience to the table. Essa Lindell brings experience to the table. Hockenpah, Heishkinen, these guys have been there. So uh, I, I, you know, the, the future's bright as you know, it's, it's exciting, but I'm going to go back to what I started with the, the beginning of the podcast. I'm excited and I think it's great because good teams find a way to win. But I, you know, what happened in the first period just can't happen. And it just seems like the stars against Anaheim and then the stars against the Penguins, it just seems to take a little while to get going for this team. Let me tell you, Thursday night, you better come out flying because the Maple Leafs are coming to town. And that's impressive. Um, they have one of the better teams in the NHL right now. A lot of people are questioning their goaltending, but I will say, you know, Toronto is at the top of their game. And uh, when we talk about, you know, elite goal scorers, they certainly have a lot of them. So the stars are going to have a nice test on Thursday against the Maple Leafs. Always great when an original six comes to town, even better when they come from Canada here in that Canadian national anthem. So super excited. This don't get me wrong. This was a nice test. This is a really good road win tonight because the stars have struggled 
in that barn. So really nice win by the stars in Pittsburgh. They go at it again on Thursday night. And I think it's what's, what's, what's best as far as what's happening is they're collecting two points as they continue at looking at ways to improve on the power play. Can't say enough about their shorthanded um, power play unit. As far as what they're doing, special team shorthanded has been massive for this stars team. And honestly, they're undefeated because of Jake Ottinger. Um, he is playing at another level right now. And it's awesome to see stars fans. We have a goalie for a long time to come. And when you have that goalie, you can build around boy, that's special. So that's going to do it for an episode of spits and suds. We'll have Sean on soon to give an expanded and also going to get into some NHL news. Uh, really interesting what's happening as far as in Winnipeg and lack of attendance. And now Rick bonus stick tap to his family. I really hope uh, they get well, his wife suffering a stroke. So he's need to take a leave of absence and the former stars coach, our thoughts and prayers are with him. So we'll talk around the NHL. Sean also got a nice look at Connor Bedard the other day in Chicago and then checked out the stars. Texas stars who were playing in Chicago as well. So we got a lot to uh, talk about this week on spits and suds and do me a favor. We're really trying to improve this program all the time. Love feedback. You can hit me up at GJ Spittle on Twitter, looking to get more guests on to give different perspective on this stars team and on what's happening in the NHL. So if you have any suggestions, please send them uh, our way as, as far as questions as well, because we want to make this podcast the best for you. So that's going to do it for tonight. Once again, uh, the stars win four to one in Pittsburgh, two points in the books. We'll see you soon. Stars fans.